You could stand at half cut and rep better than these guys. Oh, smart down, and it's called for another foul. Check, Taco. Come on. Taco's, Taco. Taco's having some fun here. We are back with another episode of From the Rafters. Sam and I are here recording on Saturday, May 1st. It's the beginning of May already. My my semester is going to be ending soon, so that's weird. But the more important news had enough of is... school. <laughs> I have had Mr. enough. Mr. Jason Tatum uh, went berserk against the Spurs, led a 32-point comeback, scored 60, tied Larry Bird. I mean, just first initial you know reactions to that. That, that was one of the better games I've ever watched it's in ever. Yeah, Mike Gorman even tweeted today. It's like top five all-time games he's ever done, which That's is crazy. Crazy because he's done all of them. <laughs> he has been doing yeah. games forever. Yeah. So, you know, anything he says like that is meaningful. People were going at him today because what the hell is going on with my Google Docs? I'm not happy about this. Um, but people were going at him because he said. Uh, you know, Tatum and Brown aren't leaders yet. Pretty yeah. much is what he said, but people took it out of context. Yeah. And, you know, I don't completely understand why they don't just listen to the whole interview because he didn't say that. He just said, <laughs> you know, leaders tend to be older than that, and they're not old, pretty much is what he said. He didn't say they were bad players or anything, but, I mean, that was absolutely incredible to watch. I got to – I had the uh, pleasure – of watching it at work yesterday, <laughs> which honestly was a blast because I have my own setup in the corner of the newsroom and I have two monitors so I can do work on one and I watch the game on the other. And the sports guys were out doing um, football yesterday because high school football was Friday nights. We actually have it here in Rhode Island right now. They're having, you guys have it too in mass because they cover their games, but they come back in, my desk is over this. This story has a point. I swear this. My <laughs> desk is in the corner where they put the car keys. So they come back, put the car keys. One of the guys like walks past then he comes back and he looks at the screen. And he says, oh, man, like that's like, don't look like it's, it's just not good. They were down at this point. They had cut it to 20. So this was in the third yeah. quarter. And I um, I said, that's my dad. today. He just started laughing like they cut it to 20. Big deal, right? <laughs> um, but and then they they were both busting my balls. They're like, oh, they suck this year. I was like, yeah, like sometimes they do, but then sometimes they don't. They're like, no, nah, they suck. And then they finally cut it down to two, and there was finally a timeout because in that fourth quarter, uh, mm-hmm. San Antonio had like no timeouts left. Yeah, and yeah. the Celtics weren't gonna take a timeout because they were killing them. So yeah, yeah. They finally get a timeout. I go in there. I'm like, hey, uh, they just cut it to two guys. So that that's pretty crazy that they were down 32 points. Come back and win. Tatum, he he had it from the get-go. He finally got some help in the second half, and he took yeah. over himself. He deserves all the credit. Um, you know, that's a big-time game from him. He took good shots the whole time. He, I believe he only took two of those sidestep tr- threes, and he made both of them. He only so, took seven threes on the night. Yeah, good for him, man. It, that was a class game. He did it in a clutch, you know, that he had to be making those shots. It wasn't really inflated stats, even though they went to overtime, but he had 50 in regulation. Um, so very, very proud of the uh, the young Celtic, yeah. if you will. No, yeah, I mean, me. but 
one of three. I, I've got, of course, I've, I've come with the stats for you today, Sam, like per usual. But third player in NBA history to score 60 without a single turnover. Tatum didn't turn the ball over on the night. He, he sh- listen, Neesmith <laughs> saved him from with that stat <laughs> yeah. because do you know what I'm talking about? I think so. I think yeah, so. Yeah, he ahead, like though. was on a fast break and like he tried to go behind his back when there was like two people around him <laughs> and the ball got loose and Neesmith like caught it and just got an easy dunk. So there you go. That's <laughs> Neesmith. It's like when a pitcher like throws a no hitter and like there's one <laughs> great defensive play that saves it. That, that was there you go. There's your perfect game right there. And I want to talk about Neesmith too, but I want, I want to finish talking about Tatum and the mm. comeback as a whole first. No, he deserves it. Oh, yeah. I, I got more stats for you, Sam. Third largest comeback in NBA history. That was the third. That, like, that's crazy. Like, 32 points. Pops was pissed. I mean, as, as mad as you could be. And I, I mean, I don't blame him. I Pops mean, if I was certified him, if he was coach, if that was the other way around, that's exactly how I'd want Stevens to be, though. Like, Dude, if I and it's funny because Pop knows all those guys too. He did yep. Team USA with all of them. <laughs> but if I, I mean, Pop has carte blanche. He should have told him like f f that guy, you know, because <laughs> I mean they know he he definitely cares about them. He I mean, he was asked stuff. about uh he was asked about Tatum's performance at, after the game. He's like, I don't know, I I don't really care. <laughs> I don't care at all. Because <laughs> he was asked like, is that one of the best performances you've seen? And he's like. I, I just don't care. And he, he was just so mad because they blew the lead, which was so funny. But uh, Brad Stevens after the game, Sam, Brad Stevens was pissed. He was, like, not happy in the slightest after the game. He was basically like, yeah. Really I mean, they played yeah. not great, even though they did play great. They, so so t- another, like, little tangent for me is today is my last day at – this will make sense, I swear to God. The, uh, this is my last day at my college job that I've had for, like, three and a half years. And it's at um, the nursing home. But pretty much oh, we just yeah. screw around the whole time, right? Yeah, yeah. And, like, I'm probably going to leave them, like, a note or something. But I'm, I'm probably going to write, like, why do the whole job when you can do half? And that's exactly what the Celtics said yesterday. Like, they <laughs> – I mean, they, they only played half the game yeah. and they still won. Well, more than yeah. half because overtime's five minutes. No, pretty much half. I mean, Brad Steve – he was asked, right? He – I do post game. So I've got the quotes for you. And I, some of the quotes were really interesting. So basically he goes, uh, it's just kind of, you know, we gave ourselves a shot. Tatum was amazing. We need to have one of those 60 points, but he goes after that, he goes on a tangent to be candid. I was pissed. We can't be like that. I've said all the time. It's easy to play from behind and it's really hard to hold a lead. I'm dual emotions right now. The starts are ridiculous. If we want to be any good, we're going to have to change that. So he was not even like happy about the comp. Like, obviously he wanted to win the game and they asked him, he's like, do you think it's a good thing you won the game? Cause it'll teach them a lesson. He goes, I mean, it's always good when you win a game, but it's not good that we can't hold the lead. So I don't blame him for being mad. I mean, that start was one of the worst starts I've seen the Celtics have this season. I thought it was going to be another Knicks game, but I don't know about you, but I thought that was going to be like the Knicks loss. Uh, You know what's funny is like I never think that when they get down. I don't always think they're going to win, but I especially the NBA because I see the Celtics on the other end of it so much. I'm like, oh, this will probably become a game at some point. I'm I'm genuinely like really upset and shocked when it doesn't happen. Like the Knicks game, like the Wizards like game where they got level, slapped like, around. No, 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 I agree. Like that's not – I didn't expect them to win. Yeah, but one yeah. thing I was thinking about, like I think it was like the second quarter. I was like, you know, like – the Clippers did this a couple years ago against them. They had down 28 at the Garden, and they came back and beat them. So, I mean, it does happen. I mean, we saw it happen yesterday. But, I mean, it's not impossible. They're, I mean, the Spurs blew them out by 29 the first half. 
it's possible to do the same thing in the second half. I mean, it's it's not unheralded. It's unbelievable that they pulled it off. But the game really isn't over until there just isn't enough time. Half is plenty of time. There are teams that rip off 20 to nothing. I mean, just look at the 2013 playoffs when this, they ripped off the 20 nothing yeah. run against the Knicks in like two minutes. I mean, it's yeah. possible to come back. Yeah, and I mean, the crowd booing them at halftime probably helped. That well was, deserved. They were loud. They were loud. I mean, yeah, Brad Stevens, I got more quotes for you. Uh, I've never been booed in this building and not deserved it, which is just such a great quote. <laughs> That's such a great quote from Brad Stevens. I love it. But uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> he goes, I would have left at halftime. I know my daughter left at halftime, but she missed a good game. <laughs> like, uh, she goes, hey, she had stuff to do tomorrow. We were down by 30. Like, I don't blame her for leaving. It's... Uh, I don't leave games at the garden often unless it's like 30 seconds left and they're down like 20. Then I'll like dip out to get before the rush. But like you can't leave a game at the garden at halftime. Like what's wrong with you? If you leave a game at halftime, then like you, come on. Right. Do you share that sentiment? Yeah. Oh my God. Halftime's too early, man. I, exactly. I was saying to my dad this morning, cause I, I didn't see him last night. I got home late. Um, I was like, oh, imagine if it was like a full house yesterday. Like, it sucks we got robbed of that. But like, then I was like, well, it, there would be a lot of people missing. People, people would have left. Yeah, I mean, it probably would have been people. around the around the same capacity, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, no, yeah, I mean, I was considering going to this game, but I, I'm going to the one tomorrow instead. So I'm hyped for that. But I, I would have been great. So you are in New York. Yes. And you're driving all the way to Boston. Yeah. And then you're going back to New York. Yeah. Anything for the Celtics, man. Got it. See, you guys, you should. No, this is poor planning. You, you should have just yeah. planned it so that was the last day, and then you stay home. Mm, no, because we revolved it around both of us getting the vaccine. Oh, so had, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I trust. I think I, I thought of that too. And the other idea was like, you know, one of us comes down, then we go back, then we'd had to take two cars and stuff, which is like, what's the take point of train? Driving? Just drive by yourself. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, but there's no train in this. Uh, in the city either so I'd have, we'd have to go drive an hour <laughs> it, it was a lot of shit this was the easiest way realistically i don't mind the drive i listened to some good podcasts on the way up here actually um what do you so listen to jack go ahead and plug them <laughs> well the, the, not nothing like I, I didn't listen to celtics podcast i listened to more nba stuff because i not even like nba but i listened to the jj reddick podcast he, he's really good <clears throat> i listened to his with he interviewed sexton and tyrese halliburton in the same episode it was obviously cut up but Tyrese Halliburton one was really funny. He interviewed Julius Randle. That was really good. You know, all the smoke with uh, Matt Barnes yeah. and Steve Jackson. I listened to their interview with Udonis Haslam. That was really good because he's got, you know, he's got stories. That was, that was didn't, really good one. Didn't he say something about like, he's basically like Jewish or, or like he said something, right? Like what, what the hell did he that. say? He said like they called him uh, Haslamberg or some some Haslam. Oh no, that might have something. been a different podcast. Yeah. He said so, somebody said something like that. It, if you're you. listening and you know what I'm talking about, please like tell me I'm not crazy. <laughs> I believe you. And then I, I listened at the very end. I listened to uh, the Haslam one was like two hours though, but I listened to Richard Jefferson and Channing Frye interview LeBron a little bit. I know you don't like him, but it was it was intriguing to hear what he. He had to say. He, he didn't talking say about anything the about the Tatum. Actually, make sure. <laughs> let me make sure he didn't say anything about the game yesterday. I'm gonna have to tell him to watch his mouth and stop tampering. <laughs> I don't think he did. But I, I mean, yeah. Let's, see let's if I can get him fined. Back around to Tatum. I mean, 60 points tied Larry's record. I mean, he should have broke it. To be honest should've. with you, he got screwed, didn't he? Don't yeah. You think? That that should have been an and one at the end, and it yeah. wasn't for some yeah, reason. Yeah. 
I don't know. I mean, I'm glad. Listen, it's nice that he's motivated, I guess, to probably break it now. He knows he can do it. And the best part about him, you know, having that game yesterday, they won. But also he it wasn't like the kind of thing where it was like stat padding, you know, like he had to be the guy to score those points. It's not an unimpressive game like let, let's uh let's use the Devin Booker game for example right I knew you're gonna bring this one up <laughs> well I don't even disagree <laughs> no, I agree it. I like, agree no, I remember I agree. watching and I was like wow that's impressive but it's not the same first of all they didn't win and second like yes. from what I remember like they were he was getting fouled like the whole fourth quarter just so they could give him more points because they, they were up by so many points they didn't care they fed him a little bit yeah sure. I mean I can look up I can find the box score I don't remember the exact date, but like Devin Booker, because I want to see how many he scored in the fourth. Because you know what I'm saying? Because I feel like that's a good indication like of 25. I mean, it's still he's still a lot of points. <laughs> it was the day before my birthday in 2017. Um, that's kind of crazy. I didn't realize that he took 40 shots. Uh, he took 26 free throws. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I can look in the fourth quarter as well. He took. 11 free throws in the fourth quarter, missed one. He scored, let's see here. He played almost, he played the entire fourth quarter. He scored 28 in the fourth, which is still pretty impressive. I mean, what? That means he had 42 going into the fourth, which is still really good. But I, I don't think anyone, it would have been a very impressive 70 if they, I would have been more impressed if he hit 60 something and got the win than him getting 70. Yeah, no, I agree. That, I think Tatum's is more impressive. Not, no bias. You throw that 60 on anybody else and you say the team wins, it's more impressive. Yes, I agree. I agree. But uh, no, I mean, like you said, they needed every one of those Tatum points, especially because Brown was struggling. Brown, in fairness, did he? It's the biggest shot of the game. (laughs) But he he was struggling that game and he he admitted it. The the marquee quote from Brown after the game was uh, that boy is destined for greatness. Which is, I mean, facts. I mean, and did you see the Tristan Thompson clip from after the game with Deuce? That was elite. Yep. (laughs) That was. Your daddy's a bad man. <laughs> I saw. Legendary. Uh, I saw a dude on Twitter say Tristan's going to cheat so hard tonight. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. I'm, 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 I'm peeping that one in the, in the memory. That, that one's funny as fuck. But uh, no, yeah, I mean, Tatum was incredible. And I think we've, we've talked about him enough to the point where we can, we can talk about my boy. My main man, Aaron Neesmith. If you've been watching the pregames, I've been on the hype, and Sam can confirm before the two games he's popped off here, right? Can can you give me that? Give me that confirmation, Sam. I've been on the hype a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I had been too on on the <laughs> yeah, show yeah, yeah. when he would play, not not pregame, but on this, I'd say, yeah. wow, like you know, we all thought he was gonna be this knockdown shooter, but he's playing his ass off, which is great. So now you're getting both. He's playing his ass he's, off, he's and shooting. he's making shots. I mean, seven for nine from the field, two for three from deep last night. Had a great performance. He's shooting the lights out of the ball lately. And I think we were all a little bit naive to some degree to, like, look at this team, right? Because one of the main concerns or criticisms of this team this season has been they have no effort, right? Like, that's what you've been hearing in the media. That's what you've been hearing everywhere. And we're all looking past the one guy who brings the effort just because he's not shooting the ball so well. And so Brad Stevens gives him 30 minutes, two nights in a row. And what does he do? Third leading scorer on both nights, shooting the lights out of the ball, brings the effort, three steals, three blocks, one night, two huge offensive putbacks. Like he played the end of the game in each game. And Sam, I don't know if you know this, in that overtime, he played with five fouls the whole time. Oh, I didn't know he had five fouls. He had five him. fouls, right? Like that's Especially so the way impressive. He plays like a man. Exactly. He's running around, jumping on people. 
<laughs> exactly. Like Aaron Neesmith, realistic. Like I want to, I want to make this a little discussion here. I said this on the pregame. I'd take him over Romeo. I'd take him over Shemi. I'd take him over. Who was the other guy? I said Jabari Parker. I'd take him over my main man, Grant Williams. Like he's and up there. I in the said he's the Pope Catholic. Of course. You yeah. Would yeah. Okay. Grant. But you you know how much I love Grant. That's a big deal for me to say. Uh, but, but no, I mean, I like him in at the end of games. I mean, realistically, I, I don't know. I don't think it was you who tweeted it. Someone tweeted out, he's making a case while Kemba is out that he should get the start. I think he's he realistically get the start. He's Someone Smith? said that. Someone, Yeah, Neesmith over Fournier is the idea. Who has been starting? Oh, over Fournier. <laughs> Dude, Fournier. Yeah, yeah. What the hell, man? <laughs> Come he, on! He, he hit a couple last night. He wasn't he as did. bad he last made, night. He, he made was just a couple of shots yesterday, right? He's turning it around. He he left he missing Matt back in March before he had COVID, and then he found <laughs> it again. Oh, man. I feel bad for him because, like, yeah. he's definitely, like, a good player. He's playing really bad, and yeah, yeah. people are going to let him hear it because that's where you're playing at, man. Boston, I, they will tell you you're not playing well yeah he, he was pretty good last night he had eight points three for six from the field two for four from deep like that's not a bad performance it's just not as much production as you'd want from a guy like that but i mean aaron neesmith 16.6 rebounds like that's gonna get him that's gonna get him the minutes plus the hustle plus he plays such good defense man he's such a good he's like a patrick beverly type defender and you know exactly what i'm saying too right like i would say marcus smart but marcus smart i would say more controlled and like smart aaron neesmith <laughs> Flies. like he comes he's like, gonna he's gonna learn eventually <laughs> but yeah what he he has not a play, like every game where you're like he's about to hurt himself like <laughs> yeah. who was it last night like he jumped to block them and like yeah his leg got hooked on the guy's neck and they both <laughs> fell down it's like come on yeah. another guy uh who deserves like, a who deserves i don't know what it is for me to be called a prick i guess is lonnie walker i mean that guy wasn't missing for a while that was pissing me off him Purtle. Uh, no business playing like Rudy that Gay. yesterday. Rudy no, Gay. no, no. Yeah, I guess Rudy Gay, but he's been around a while and he's a solid offensive player. Yeah. Uh, you know, Dejounte Murray is a good player. DeRozan is a good player. Those other two guys suck. They don't have any business doing what they did yesterday. <laughs> Leave Lottie alone. I'll give you Pertle. Pertle. That guy, man. He was <laughs> but, shooting uh, like he was Ray yeah. Allen for a while. Every time he shot, it was yeah. going in because he has good, <laughs> good form. Lonnie was like that last year too against the Celtics, which is frustrating. I, I remember that well, game. I don't he was that. Um, another guy playing great, uh, Tristan Thompson. I mean, Robert Williams is good, but Tristan Thompson was hustling his ass off last night, right? Eight, 15, and five. Uh, only took eight. Actually, he took eight shots. I'm reading that wrong. He didn't didn't shoot well from the field, but you need that rebounding, right? Rob's going to get you the hustle points and stuff, but Tristan Thompson was huge. I mean, he's the perfect backup center right now, I think, for the Celtics. Yeah, Tristan Thompson uh, balled out yesterday, too. He gave you great energy, bunch of offensive boards. That's the guy they really thought they would get. And I'm happy for him, too. Yeah. Because he's he said some things um, when he first signed. He wanted to bring energy. Uh, he's a big fan of KG, things like that. And he had, he had a – maybe not a KG game, but he had energy yesterday that really propelled them forward. Big-time leader game from him because he kept gave them so many extra possessions when they needed it. And honestly, they could have won that game. And I said this to you guys, they could have won that game easy if they just gave the ball to Robert Williams a few times on the let's see, there was a <laughs> there was a fast break with Tatum where Williams was behind him and Tatum went into the defender. Yeah. If he just gave like a shovel pass to Robert Williams, Williams would have killed whoever that was. Jalen like, Brown had one where he Euro stepped, even like had like a moment. 
where he was on the ground and like a clear pass to Robert Williams under the basket. <laughs> he decided not to pass it and take like a like a weird euro step follow-away instead. Very they list like so many, miss so many in a row. Usually Jalen Brown doesn't do stuff like that. That was weird yeah. to me. Maybe he was in his own head because he was having an off night. Yeah, he was probably trying to get in the rhythm, to be honest. That was probably what was going on. But yeah, Robert Williams finished with 10, 9, and 3 on solid shooting on the night. But I will say, very low-key, great game for Marcus Smart. Because he only took six shots. He only made two, so it's not a great shooting night. 12 Double assists. Assist. Yes, sir. 12 assists. That's Captain where he's going to that's where he's going to get you. 10, 4, and 12. That's exactly what you need from a guy like that. Hey, Tatum scoring 60 is not an everyday occurrence. But realistically, you have that. Give some of those points to Robert Williams on those lobs. Jalen Brown doesn't have an off night. And that's still a solid win for the Celtics, in my opinion. It's just Tatum had to be the scorer that night. And that's exactly what he fucking did. Right? Like, yeah. he needed to do what he needed to do. And he, he did it well. So, props to Jason Tatum. I, I cannot honestly. believe that they pulled that off. Like, I can because, yeah. I mean... In the past, we've seen Brad Stevens coach teams make comebacks, not to that degree, but like you know, they for a while they were a really good comeback team, and they would they would come back in games and steal them all the time. Yeah, I love me a comeback win, like more than anything, more than a blowout, more than a, a you know back and forth game. I would take that last night's game like every night. Over I mean, obviously, up. yeah, if you know I they're mean, gonna win. If you know they're gonna win, yeah, yeah, that that's just so much more fun for me to watch. If they lost, it would have been really like disappointing. But them winning is just like I, I don't even know how to explain it. Like just the the dopamine hit you get from like the oh, comeback, yeah. I guess. It's like the comeback so... we had in the wreck. Do you remember that one? Do you remember the comeback we had in the wreck where I right. dished it to you in the corner and you faded away at the buzzer to win? Oh, the that game? one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We beat <laughs> like it was right when the game came out. This guy yep. was a super high rank already. And we beat him and his whole squad. Oh, that was crazy. It was the it was the the center. And if you don't watch 2K, this will make a ton of sense. But his name was, was Die 2K, I remember it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah and that. he just kept he had like 20 assists and you passed it to me at the uh at the elbow i dished it to you in the corner fade away shot win dopamine just pure dopamine that was last night that was oh. the celtics win last night it was elite but uh and i have to control myself because i'm sitting in like a professional environment i had to i was like a, i was like making little noises over in the corner <laughs> you know they probably think i'm a little weird you're like oh Oh, no one watched it with you. Like, None of them oh! came over to watch it. Well, no, no. I have like, uh, like one of the photographers will watch games with me, but he was yeah. out doing stuff. Like he he came back, and I was like, oh, Ethan, man, you mi you're missing it. Like it's crazy game. He's like, what do you mean? I was like, they're up one right now. He's like, what? I was like, yeah, like because he was in the car probably listening to it when they were getting smoked, yeah. and like I was like, yeah, like look, like they're they're about to win this game. He That's couldn't so believe crazy, it. Man. But, That's uh, so. It sucks because, like, I, I'm behind everybody. Like, so yep. the station obviously has cable, but I watch on the computer, so I'm behind. So sometimes I get things spoiled. Last night I took no chances, went right into the sports uh, office, watched the game, watched the end of it, got everything live, no spoilers Elite. for me. Amazing. That's, that's amazing. I mean, yeah, Jason Tatum, like we've been saying over and over on the show, nothing short of a spectacular performance. That was it was probably the performance of the season. Like that might've been the best game any player has had this season. I can't actually, the only one that can mirror it is probably that Steph Curry 62, 64 point or whatever that he had that, that was absurd as well. But th this Jason Tatum one is the best. It, it, he's the first Celtic in franchise history to score multiple 50 point games in a season. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. crazy. That is crazy. So, Hey, 
Yeah, hopefully he's here for a long while to come. He did it. Remember after that 54-point game where he was like, I'm going to have to do it again when Deuce is in the building. Yeah, and he did Look what, he did. Look what he did. Absolutely amazing. But, uh, no, yeah, I, I want to talk a little bit about something we've we've talked about a lot in the past. We talked about, you know, playoff rotation. Who's going to be in the playoff rotation? Blah, blah, blah. Oh, it's going to be Parker, Fournier, and Pritchard. It's going to be these few. A lot has changed since then. A lot. <laughs> a lot has changed since that. I mean, Jabari Parker is not really getting minutes, which is fine. I think he's still a fine player. Last night, notable players to not get any minutes, right? Jabari Parker, no minutes. Shemi Ojale, no minutes. Romeo Lankford, no minutes. Luke Cornett, no minutes. Jermont Waters got minutes over all of those guys, which is weird. But, hey, he, he played well in those minutes. He nailed a three. He, he made his only shot. I, whatever. It was fine. They got the win. But what is your playoff rotation as of now? Obviously, it's going to change. Obviously, it's going to change. But, like, I'm talking eight, uh, nine-man backs. Who are you putting out there in the playoffs? Yes, me today. If you ask me today, I'm going to tell you Kemba Marcus, uh, Jalen Jason Robb, Tristan Thompson, Peyton Pritchard, that's seven, um, not Romeo. I mean, you might say Neesmith if you have it's to pick eight, be. not Fournier, which is crazy. Yeah, I think it's but, those nine. Though. I think it's got to be those nine, and then you yeah. cut it. That's it. And, like, I'm talking, like, if one of those nine isn't available, you cut it to eight. Fournier like, makes nice. One thing about Fournier, he has struggled uh, offensively, but he does make nice defensive plays once in a while. He'll steal the ball. He doesn't oh, play yeah. the best uh, man-to-man defense, but he will get some steals once in a while, and uh, those are big momentum shifters, of course. And we can talk about Neesmith's steal, too, at the end of regulation. Like, obviously, Patty Mills hit the shot. Or maybe he's the end of overtime. Well, I think that was the end of overtime. Yeah, yeah. But, oh. I mean, he's like a football player there, right? He was like, give me that. And he, oh, great place for Neesmith. But, you know, yeah, I mean, Kemba back, realistically. Starting lineup. Let me ask you this. Any, I'm not saying this is what I think, but I'm asking you your opinion. Is there any chance they say, okay, Smart, can we get your energy off the bench? Or do you think he's locked into the starting uh, lineup this season? Well, here's the thing about that, right? Marcus is going to give you similar energy, maybe more, maybe less than Neesmith will off the bench. So, like, you're going to have one or the other anyways. So, I, I don't think so. I think he's better off being a starter because he's surrounded – we talked about this with Tim the other day after he had that really terrible game against OKC and he only shot one for 10. But that was because Tatum wasn't in and Kemba wasn't in. So he's in Fournier was awful. So he had to try and be the second scoring option. So that's why he's taking 10 threes. He's not taking 10 threes when he's out there with Kemba, Jalen and Jason. He's he and you said it perfect yesterday. He only took six shots, 12 assists. I mean, he knows his role when he's playing with the full squad. Almost, almost 44 minutes of game time, too. So that's yeah. huge so, for Marcus. And he made a big three. Huge three. Per usual. Tied the, uh, do, no, he gave, no, he tied the game. He didn't give him one. Yeah, he always does that. I mean, he, he can miss the whole game, but he'll make the one that counts. And that's that's what you get from Marcus. And that's exactly what Celtics fans love from Marcus Martin. That's what I think they'll continue to get. But... Um, only four players played 30 minutes or more last night. Sam, you want to guess those four? Tatum, how many minutes or more? 30 or more, only four players. Tatum, Marcus Smart, because you just said it. Neesmith, yes, Neesmith. And um, Jalen Brown. Yep. That's it, and, that's it. Four. Oh, you said four? Uh, yeah, only four. Tristan Thompson crazy. must have been close. 
He was close. 29-10. The man was laboring out there. (laughs) He he almost got there. But, I mean, Tatum played 45. Marcus Martin played just under 44. Jalen Brown played, like, 43-30. And Neesmith played just over 30. So, like... Those guys were getting the minutes. And Aaron Neesmith, I don't know. Did he come out after the after the fourth quarter? Did he play the entire fourth? I believe he... Close to it. Close to it, right? Yeah, I think he did play the whole fourth. Spurs, Celtics, box score last One night. thing, I mean, Jack, we talked about this before, and I don't know if we did it here on the pregame. If you follow us, you probably heard it. Um, and I think you agreed, and KJ disagreed, and he made a good point. I was saying, well, you know, like we shouldn't really give up on Neesmith yet because we see this with Brad Stevens rookies or Celtics rookies under Brad Stevens all the time where they don't really get a whole lot of run their rookie year. They watch and, you know, it's coming to the end of the year. He's starting to get some more minutes similar to Jalen Brown. But KJ said it's a little different because uh, the role players on this team kind of suck, which is true. So if yes. you're not getting minutes over those guys, it's not good. But he is probably going to continue to get minutes over these guys. He's definitely playing confident ball. He took some big shots, no hesitation, didn't even hit the rim. Um, and he's playing, you know, aggressive defense, hustling, everything you want. He's found his niche. He's going to continue to get minutes. He'll play. You'll see him Sunday when you go to the game. Um, but if he can, if he keeps it up, he's going to see playoff minutes for sure. I hope got he can my keep Smith it. jersey. Brought my Neesmith jersey just to wear it tomorrow. <laughs> I, I got I brought three. I brought Brown, Pritchard, and Neesmith. But the way he's been playing, I'm, I'm rocking the Neesmith. But only two players on the Celtics. Uh, actually, only two players in the whole game played all of the fourth quarter and all of overtime. That was Tatum, Jason Tatum and Aaron Neesmith. Which, like, break. at the start of the season, Sam, if I had told you, you're going to be saying Aaron Neesmith is giving more energy or at least as much energy as Marcus Smart, you would have thought you were crazy. Like, oh, how- I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have known any better. <laughs> I would have said, wow, that's great. That's what I would exactly. have said. But like, because I don't, that- I don't follow college basketball for the most part. I've been like, wow, they drafted that guy and he's, he's a shooter and he's going to give you energy. Nice. You would have been, more I would have been like, nice, man. Realistically, our expectations at the start of the season were probably a little too high for Neesmith. Like, because everyone was like, oh, he's going to start. He's going to knock all these well, shots no, down. He's I gonna- think this is what we expected yeah. for the most part. He's knocking down shots. And we're getting more than we bargained for because nobody yes. knew he was going to be a you know a maniac like this. I if this is I'm not saying you could get this consistently from Neesmith at this stage. I think these you are should. been two really, really good games. I, I'm if I, we can get eight to ten points from Neesmith on a nightly basis plus this energy, right? This 15 and 16 I don't think is sustainable yet. Listen, he's he getting continue, points from yes. making hustle plays. Yes, yes, yes. But I'm not. I'm just saying I don't think you can get. I don't think he'll average 15 a game next year. Is my point. I think that's unrealistic. I think if he, he could, could give probably you get 10, 10 to 15 yeah. next year, depending on his consistency. Yes, that's my, my thing, though. I'm not going to hold him to this standard except for the hustle. I'm going to hold him to that standard, obviously, but I don't think that's going to be a problem. If he can give you 8 to 10 points, 8 to 12 maybe even next year with this hustle, re-sign him. Give him max accept. No, but, not, but like keep him on the team. Like this is – if you had told me that this is the Neesmith – if Neesmith – if you told me at the start of the season when he was struggling that Neesmith would be playing the entire fourth quarter and the entire overtime in a 32-point comeback, I would have slapped you across the face and thought you were crazy. Like, the progression of this kid this season is wild. Like, who would have, like, you can't tell me you thought that this type of, like, progression would have happened this fast, right? Like, did, did you, didn't you just think, at least this is what I thought, I thought this was a lost season for him. I, I thought, I didn't you think Smith, he would be Yeah, I thought he was just going to be, 
he he could have been relegated to Romeo level, to be honest with you, of just yeah. not playing, um, not getting opportunities, not uh, producing when he's out there. I mean, listen, who knows, man? Confidence is a crazy thing. We one thing that I've seen from him pretty consistently this year. He does do a good job at getting himself to the basket when he drives. You know, like he he's a solid slasher type player. He had a really great drive yesterday. He faked a three, got a nice tough finish of a layup to go as well. Yeah. Um. So I I just found some stats. Uh. I was I still had the box score up when I was looking at minutes. Right. Neesmith in the second half and overtime combined shot seven of eight from the field. Like crazy. what? Like, I mean, the hustle we saw earlier this season, right? Like, I was glad he was a hustle player. But he's knocking down shots. And you know what he's doing that I like? He's getting the shot in the corner. And he talked about it in his post game a couple nights ago. And he sees the open look. But instead, he's like, the, the drive was open. And I airballed the first one. So the second time, I just drove right around the defender. And this was in the Hornets game. But that's the confidence you need. Because he can drive hard, man. And I don't know. He's just... He's the perfect role player for this team, and he's only 21. So I'm very excited for the Neesmith minutes, and I think he's 1,000% overtaken Romeo in the depth chart. Would you agree with that? Pope Catholic? <laughs> Romeo right. kind of sucks, dude. Like, oh. not, 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 not for nothing. Like, he play, He's a good defender, and he does do good things once in a while, but it's almost – I hate to do this, but like it's similar to Grant, where as yes, he gives you great defense. First of all, Grant had a good game yesterday. Second, yes, sir. <laughs> he, he gives you good defensive minutes. He get, he'll play good defense on guys, but there are times where it's like you're playing four on five on offense, and the Celtics have too many guys on this team, which is uh, like probably a main reason why they aren't consistent. They have too many guys on this team that make it so they have to play offense with only three or two options on the floor. You've got Semi Ojale, yeah. who's inconsistent, who he has good games once in a while. You had Tristan Thompson, who hasn't been extremely consistent this season. He's improving. Um, who else? But he'll get the rebounds for you. That's, that's yeah. what's important. He'll get okay, you've got Grant, who's inconsistent. But yep. I, I personally oh, have faith when he shoots threes. For some reason, it's yeah. been instilled. In me. You've got Romeo, who mm-hmm. is inconsistent. You've Carson, got... When he plays... Carson Edwards, who's just useless. I mean, <laughs> his whole thing is to be an offensive player, and he can't do it. Poor guy. I'm telling you, he goes on another lately. team. Yeah, yeah. And tough. Marcus Smart, realistically, sometimes like sometimes, yes, but at the same time, Marcus Smart. We've talked. We've already talked about it today. He's improving his decision making, where he's not taking yeah. a lot of shots. And there have been times where he has struggled when he has to be that guy but there have been times where he has willed the team back into games example game two against toronto last summer yeah no yeah i'll give you that and i mean you can keep going down the list realistically campus had times where it was struggling this season but I, that's I no knock against him defensive guys like like okay. Shemi, yes, yes. grant romeo langford it's tough to like have good offensive like flow when those guys are on the yeah. floor because they can they can oh, yeah. be abandoned yeah, and then you have strictly offensive guys like Jabari Parker, who you can't throw out on defense, realistically. And I like Jabari. I think he'll be a nice little, you know, safety valve in case they need some offense. Yeah, but like he, he's not bringing out defense. I mean, Peyton Pritchard has been playing really well, too. He didn't shoot the ball particularly great last night. But he's been, 
he's been he's been great. Obviously, Aaron Smith. The, the rookie progression this season, man. The rookies have been so so good. good it, them, it's man. crazy. I'm so happy. Happy for Danny. People will leave him alone. <laughs> I hope um, so. <laughs> I hope so. I hope never get left alone. That's his Back job off. is to not get left alone. Yeah. Take the blame. <laughs> No, yeah, I mean, I, still maybe you, you go back and you take Sadiq Bay, but uh, with the way Neesmith has been playing, I'm not going to complain about it. He's been he's been spectacular for the Celtics. But, uh, yeah, I mean, a little push here. I think the Hawks lost last night, didn't they? Yes, they did. Yeah. Back to back. They got, remember you said to me when we were doing the thing, like, oh, they're up eight, dude. I like to think I jinxed them. I jinxed them. I think uh, <laughs> I jinxed them. You reverse jinxed the Celtics. You said they would lose in your preview. I don't know I if I just took no, I forgot. Oh, I, I actually predicted them to win. Wow. So, uh, curse is over. Curse is over. Curse is over, though. So Listen, uh, man. Home Whites are back. <laughs> they I, are I mean, back. The, Celtic, the Celtics are back. I mean, think about – just think about it like this, Jack. Think about the amount of uh, – I don't know what the word is. Let's see. Fortitude, um, maybe, maybe skill, high level of playing it takes to win in those shitty recycling – earned jerseys <laughs> i mean dude they won in those are you kidding me that you know how hard it is to do that and they did it oh yeah. my god jack they better watch out then they rip off a 32 point comeback tatum scores 60 i'd pray for the blazers who have yet to lose on their eastern conference road trip hey uh sam I got, some, I got some unfortunate news for you because the blazers are wearing home whites tomorrow at td garden <laughs> Well, yeah, but I mean, their home whites are no match for the Celtics home whites. For the Celtics, the Celtics. or nope. they're wearing the earned jerseys again. Yes, sir. <laughs> How are they doing it twice in a week? <laughs> oh my God, they, they really jerseys. want to test them. See, look, Let's go Jack, on. This is this is what we like to call a heat check. Okay. I mean, listen, you just made you win. You hit a miracle shot, winning in them once. Then, yeah. then you. You know, you greatly underachieve in the. Um, what was the miracle shot? What am I missing? I mean, the miracle shot is winning a game in those friggin' jerseys. Oh, okay, okay. I thought you okay. were saying there was an actual. And then, shot. then you you uh, you struggle in the first half with the prestigious home whites, <laughs> and you you yeah. pull off the comeback of the franchise history, and then you say, you know what? Let's shoot from half court. We're wearing those recycling Earth Day jerseys again. <laughs> and we're gonna yeah. do it against a team that's red hot. All right. Listen, so... listen, listen, listen. Tomorrow, tomorrow is a win-win, and I'm gonna tell you why. Yeah, I got you. <laughs> Go ahead. First of all, <laughs> it's for two reasons. One, it's like, uh, oh, let me. How do I say this? You know, it's it, at first. The first thing is, uh, it is. It's like playing a game against. Let's say the Lakers a couple weeks ago, right? They play the Lakers and LeBron and Anthony Davis are hurt. Okay. It, that's a lose lose because you either lose to them and their fans say, you guys lost and, you know, the Lakers didn't even have the best players, or you win and it means nothing. Okay. First of all, that is the position the Celtics are putting the Blazers in. They say, look, we're playing in these pathetic. <laughs> Earth Day recycling earned jerseys, which are a punishment for making the playoffs tomorrow. Okay, we play terrible in these jerseys. So if you beat us, it means nothing. But if we beat you, you are a bunch of clowns. Okay, now second reason this is a win-win. Portland, one game back of the Lakers. <laughs> clowns. Yeah. 
Lakers are one game above the play-in. Oh, if they make the play-in, I will be so happy. So listen, Celtics, you can't go wrong tomorrow. You, You have carte blanche. If you lose, it's okay. But you should try and win. Wow, you heard it here first. The first it's, time it's all Sam right. would be okay with the there loss. There is a silver lining to a loss tomorrow. So yeah, I'm going to be there, so I'd prefer a win. That'd, that'd be nice to see. But <laughs> Jack, I mean, the poor yeah. guy, he lives in Massachusetts. He's in New York visiting his, his girlfriend, yeah. right? Yeah. And yeah, uh, they, they're making a long trip back. So he's, like, <laughs> making it. Like, Jack has made this trip to the Garden like an eight-hour trip. Because yeah. he had to drive all the way there, and he's driving all the way back, and then he has to drive all the way to New York again. Twelve. So the poor trip, guy. Yeah. Six I mean, hours each way. It's it's like no. making a. What the hell do they call it? Not a journey. What do they call uh a when trek? when like the the pioneers would go across? The, what the hell do they call it? Oh, uh, a voyage. Is a it voyage? a voyage? No. I feel like it's something else. <laughs> I think there's a different word, but I can't. Whatever. I can't. We'll say voyage. It. He's making a voyage. A journey. I, I, I'm going to go on. At least they to... should have the respect for you after they steal the podcast name, not to wear the freaking Earth Day jerseys. <laughs> they're bullying me even more. They they don't want to see me happy. They're, they're killing me. Uh, I just Googled Voyage on um <laughs> on thesaurus.com, and I can't find the word I'm looking for. Pilgrimage! <laughs> Pilgrimage! Pilgrimage. There you go. There you go. That's it. I was thinking Trek, but uh, Sam, the, the Celtics have relatively i don't want to say easy but like easy schedule no league, it's easy right? say it it's overall easy. O- outside of the Portland heat is a good team <laughs> miami is a good team outside of that they're a good all team this year but i still don't consider that they the Celtics should beat them all winnable games they have all winnable games left. Celtics, none of them where you look at it and say okay in my opinion should, i mean listen you've got your you've got your uh room for error on sunday right after that you should win every game okay. no questions asked I mean, and Orlando sucks, top, but you should win them. Yes. Miami is a good team, but they've had a bad season. You already beat them once at the buzzer, but you beat them. And I don't know if you're hot or cold right now. I couldn't tell you, to be honest, if you're the Celtics. I don't know. I don't know what to expect, but yeah. you, you should beat them. You should beat so, them. I've got the schedule in front of me. I told you the jerseys for tomorrow. Earn Celtics, home white okay. Blazers. We're going to do a jersey check for the rest of the season. Jersey you're, check. Give me your opinion. I'll tell Jersey you win loss right now. Jersey check. So Wednesday, May fifth, they have a game two day break in between Portland and. Magic. Unbelievable, by the way, that they have to have a two day break, but they have back to backs. Yeah. Go so forward. Magic are wearing icon. They're black jerseys. So the black with the. the, the Celtics are probably wearing green, or they're wearing the banners. Green icons. Green. Yeah, that's normal, a win. No greens. That's a W. Okay. Guaranteed. Bulls. Put, uh, put Chuck. I'll send you the Chuck thing. Put it in. <laughs> Put the, at least the audio. Put it in. Guaranteed, the Celtics win tonight. <laughs> the uh, the Bulls in Chicago. The Magic was in Orlando, but that's it's the Magic. Doesn't matter. Bulls in Chicago. They're wearing red. They're normal red jerseys. Celtics are wearing banners. They're wearing the banner jerseys. Yeah. What do you got? Well, they should win. Chicago sucks. Um, yes. But listen, this is the problem, and I I would have the same problem if they were in the traditional home whites on the road. The home team should wear white. Mm-hmm. Okay, I I I don't like the banner jerseys as much because like they wear them on the road, it just doesn't look good. I think the from a business perspective, purely business. Yeah, I, business. I, really I know why they no, want no, to no, make not, money. Those greedy, not even for that. Like, but I think 
they want their home fans to see the different jerseys because realistically they can only sell tickets for you know what i'm saying like i'm just thinking of like reasoning it's not good as a consumer myself (laughs) give me the traditional jerseys gotcha gotcha all right so let's see what did they wear the black i don't mind the black ones that's like the only one you can wear at home as like an alternate in my opinion well the banner ones are white too so i guess that's all right but i prefer that they don't wear them instead of the traditional every once in a while you'd think it's more yeah like the black ones, I don't know. Maybe it's because the lettering and the trim is the same as the home whites, and they just have a black color instead of white. I think it looks all right. But the green at home, to me, I don't like that at all. Yeah, so I, I have an idea for a jersey, and I want to know your thoughts. I don't know if you'll like it or not. Uh, it sounds okay in my head. All right, you before you tell me, Jack, how many times a year are they going to wear this jersey? They could as many times as it would make you like it. All right, um, well, <laughs> like, let's say five. Okay, they wear it five times a year, right? And it's like it's a replacement for the city or the not the city okay. i think they could do something fancy but if this is their earned jersey next year uh-huh. do you remember the ones they had a few years ago with like the gold and the white yeah i like the, those the yellow those and the, the white yeah. one so what if they took that style right with like the letters and the the numbers with outlines but they make the whole jersey white and they make the interior of the letters white and then they just do green trim around white letters on a white jersey i think that'd be clean I don't know what you think. It's hard well, to describe. Listen, but they're you know only what I'm wearing saying. it five times a year. Okay, so that's fine. When you said white, the first thing I, I was like, I don't like competition for the no, the no. prestigious home whites, but <laughs> it's like clean. I, I'll, I'll mock no, up it is clean. It's a clean idea. I like it. Yeah, no, that's fine. Five, yeah, but the, I don't. I don't even have a problem with the jerseys. I, I don't like the the earned ones, oh, dude. They're they're bad jerseys. <laughs> yes, but. Like I don't have as much of a problem with the banner jerseys. That I just don't like that the the volume that they wear them at. They've worn them 20, 20 times this year already. That's outrageous. Yeah, a lot, a lot. I think the the earned ones would look a lot better if they use the gold they used last year instead of the lime green. I think that would have been clean. I saw some mock-ups of that, and I think that would have Did been you? a All lot right. better. Well, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> All right, we'll, we'll continue on the jersey trek. Or the jersey check, guys. I apologize. Uh, the two fit games check. at home. We'll call it the fit check. Two games at home against Miami. Game one, Miami's wearing their pink Gogurt jerseys. They're, they're the Gogurt cotton candy. Yeah, the cotton candy. Celtics are wearing statement black jerseys. All right. So, see, that, that, that's, that's acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't, like I said, I don't mind the black jerseys at home. For some reason, to me, it looks okay. There's other jerseys that just look odd. Like on the home floor, maybe it's when the other team wears white that it looks odd to me. But well, as long as the other team isn't wearing white, I don't really have a problem. Well, boy, do I have a problem for you. Uh, oh man, <laughs> Miami in Boston the next. Oh, night. don't first even tell me the news. I know what you're gonna say. What? Guess I want you to. They're guess. gonna first wear the all, the recycling jerseys, one, and Miami's gonna wear is, white. Bingo! Home white yeah. for Miami recycle jerseys for Boston. That's gonna be a problem, huh? <laughs> yeah, <not good. laughs> Also, the one where the Gogurt jerseys uh, are being worn is a 1 p.m. game uh, at the Garden. So that's not Tommy Heinz day. Will they disappoint yeah. for the legend? <laughs> is the Pope Catholic is my answer. <laughs> Celtics hate getting up early, as do I. Uh, next game, May 12th, the back-to-back after the earned jersey versus Miami's home whites. Uh, in Cleveland. Cleveland is wearing their statement jerseys, which I believe is just the normal black jerseys. That's not their, like, weird... I also don't like that Nike, like, decided to reinvent the wheel with the names of jerseys. Yeah. Home and away! That's what you call jerseys, you clowns. 
Stay away from my basketball team, please. They have my soccer team, too. They made some shitty jerseys for them next year. Oh, really? For Liverpool? Oh, they don't look good. They don't look good. They try to oversimplify everything, if you know it. No, simple is good. I No, but, like, did they make them more complicated? Like, they added more shit on it? Or? Well, like, there's stripes, which is fine, but, like, they're orange. Like, you should, if you made them white, it would look good. But orange, like, it's red. It's it's similar to, like, to me, it's similar to the, the recycling jerseys. It's red and orange? Yeah, it doesn't look good. Okay, yeah, that's not. Or like even something. yellow would look good. It just, orange is not a color of theirs. Like, they don't wear yeah, orange. Yeah. Orange is my favorite color, too, and that sounds horrendous. But uh, Celtics, is, uh, they're like I said, Cavs wearing their black statement jerseys. Celtics are in normal, traditional green icon jerseys. W. W for the Celtics. That, that should be a good one. Uh, two more games left. They actually changed this one. This was supposed to be. It. Yeah, I think they changed their jersey up because I remember seeing something different. So Saturday, May 15th, after a two-day break, they're playing the Timberwolves in Minnesota. Minnesota's wearing their lime green neon stuff. Celtics were originally going to wear their, I believe, their icon jerseys, the green ones, the normal ones, but they switched it. Probably their... not a good idea. <laughs> yeah. Now they're wearing their banners, the banner edition. Plain. Oh, I thought you were going to tell me they were wearing the home whites, Jack. I was going to nope. get excited. Nope. Look at that. They had an opportunity to wear the home whites, and they said no. See, that's embarrassing. Yeah. They're on the road. I wonder if they've worn they the home whites on the road. They have. Time. They did in Chicago. Okay. Did it piss you at off? Least, <laughs> at least one. Like That's one I remember off the top of my head that they did. Okay, and last game of the season. They New also York- might have done it in Tor- in Tampa, Toronto, if I remember correctly. Possibly, possibly. Um, also, wow, I just watched, I just read this. Last two games of the season for the Celtics are noontime starts. That's ugly. That is ugly. One of them is on a game. Monday. Yeah, two new time. No, one. It's Saturday, Sunday. Are the last? Oh, they're back to backs. Okay, all right. Well, it's that is not though. good at all. Noon time game, like not even one, just noon. Gross. But uh, last game of season, New York Knicks at home wearing their home whites. Celtics are wearing the black statement, so it's not the end of the world. It's not great, but black statements are they're okay. I like. Dude, them. I cannot wait until Nike's deal with the NBA is up. Got it. Like three, four more years to wait. <laughs> they literally changed the name of jerseys so they don't have to have them like worn yeah. at home. I believe the way it works is the home team chooses the jersey they wear now. Well, the fact that there's locker vision tells me that's not true. I mean, I think they 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 have the decision, but like at the same time, they don't. You know what I'm saying? I think they go through and choose all their home games to start the season, if that makes sense. You know what I'm saying? I I assume. Who makes that decision? I have no idea. We need to get them on the show so I can like destroy them. What if it's the training staff? <laughs> Even Train more staff. issues with me. Train staff is gonna get the mitts. <laughs> but uh yeah, that's that's your jersey check for our season. We should do a whole episode next year when they come out with the jersey lineup and we predict the Celtics record based on jerseys. That would be a fire show. We're, yeah, we're doing at, the, that at the end I like jump out my window because <laughs> I'm so like upset. <laughs> we're gonna do that. Now, here, here's your preview. Starting next season. Off-season podcast. It's going to just be called the Jersey Breakdown. We're going to give you the Celtics record set in stone. No questions about it. That's going to be like done. That's going to be the record. Uh, we're going to go through the records for all the jerseys. Sam's going to predict perfect records in the home whites, and that's going to be how it is. For that. Oh, yeah. sure. I mean, dude, they should go 41-0, <laughs> and 0, but they don't because they're clowns, and they don't wear them. <laughs> there you go. They wore it a lot less than most of the other jerseys this year, too. Which I know yeah, it's a problem. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm going to Google just before we wrap up here Celtics record Celtics 
records in different jerseys. They're 12 and I'll tell you off the top of my head, they're five and seven in the greens or no, they're seven and seven in the greens. They are uh, 11 or 12 and one now in the home whites, uh, nine and 11 in the banners, one and four in the earned and however many games are left. Gotcha. Gotcha. I can't find the stat off the top of my head, but they've only won once in the earned. Yeah, it's in, and it was it was Wednesday. <laughs> Those jerseys yeah. are trash. They're not great. Literally <laughs> trash, like recycling. <laughs> not great, not great. But uh, yeah, that's all I had to talk about. Shout out Jason Tatum, amazing game. Aaron Neesmith, obviously a great comeback. Is there anything you wanted to bring up before we wrap up? I thought uh, the jersey thing was fun, but uh, but yeah. No, no, nope, 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 nothing. Best yeah. of luck, Jack. Tomorrow, have a safe trip to the game. Ooh. Oh, yeah. uh what time you li- well you're see like here's the thing it's good for you that it's a late game because you don't have to leave as early yes i do but- we gotta check into the hotel oh you're Great. getting a hotel all right well good yeah. for you excellent yeah, yeah. see look that's exactly. good now because Big brain. now you don't have to drive home after the game yeah <laughs> i was gonna say listen like it's gonna be a long trip back yeah we're leaving around but- 9 a.m which isn't ideal but it's not the worst 9 a.m that's tough that yeah tough. it's not great but uh it, it, it'll Wait, be what's the hotel at jack is it near? Is it I'm like one sure. of the ones near the garden, or is it we, like we were considering staying at the one that's right above the garden, but it was a little more expensive. So oh, it's we we have a little we have a little bit of a trek. It's like twenty minute walk, which like twenty minutes isn't the end of the world. But it's like oh for a walk, yeah, it's not that bad. We're we're close enough to the garden. It'll be it'll be fun. Get to the game, have a good time. But uh, but yeah, I'll be rocking the Neesmith jersey. I think that's the plan. Maybe brown, but I think where will you be sitting, Jack? Just in case fans would like to come say hello. <laughs> I believe section. Of- I believe section 309. 309. Look for Jack and his uh, think, his girlfriend. I think, yeah. I think that's what we'll be sitting. Apologies if I'm incorrect. 326. Huh? 326. 326, I've just been told. 326. Was... Jack is a clown. <laughs> Jack is a clown. Is Jack just made you walk all the way to the other side of the arena. <laughs> 326 is the correct number. I just got yelled at in the background because I was being dumb. But, <laughs> but yeah, thank you guys for listening to From the Rafters. Really appreciate it. Sorry about the wait. Uh, back-to-back games and a lot of stuff going on. Listen, week, so man, like, good. we all needed a break in the middle of the week, right? Like, <laughs> that was ugly. That was ugly. I was not feeling good. Jack was busy. <laughs> you know, I had to mow the lawn on Wednesday. It was a busy day. Listen, we didn't have time. <laughs> it was for the best. Probably would have said some things that, you know, I might have got exposed for. <laughs> might have said, you know, these guys are a bunch of clowns. You know, they're not going to beat were... Charlotte tonight is what I, I would have like said when. They were playing like clowns. So. Oh, they were playing like. I mean, realistically, they should have went three and zero. Charlotte, Oklahoma City, Charlotte. They went one and two. I mean, <laughs> look, look, look. These last two weeks, they lose to Chicago, which should have been a win. They beat Phoenix, which is a good win. They lose that game to Brooklyn, which could have went either won. way, but they, they could have won. won it, and they should have won it if you're in the game like that. Then you lose, you lose to Charlotte, you lose to Oklahoma City. <laughs> I mean, that's that's four losses that you should not have had. Yeah, yeah, not great. They could be in fourth place right now. They could be fighting for three. Uh, but hey, really, they it really happens, could, you know. They could be fighting for third. And Giannis is out right now, which you never want to see star players get hurt. But that's pretty. If honestly, good. if Giannis is out, tank for that six seed, baby. You get six, baby. You go. Yeah, for I mean, dependent on. It, no, no. I was looking at the standings today. I mean, Brooklyn's in first. You don't want to play. Yeah. You want to wait. You you either want to play Brooklyn as soon as you can. Like in the first round, or you, you don't, don't want to play in, you don't yeah, you don't want to. That's it. That's it. But you know, give me, I'd rather take 
hot take. I'd rather take the Bucks without Giannis in round one than play the Knicks, which is weird, but I, I'd rather do that. But I don't know. Yeah, probably. Because Chris Middleton is, you know. That They're guy. probably about at the same level, but New York plays better defense, which is something yes. you need the playoffs to win. I don't think they technically do statistically, but in terms of physicality. New York doesn't play better defense. They're like one of the best defensive teams in the I, league. I'm talking about pure defensive rating, though, because I, I think the Bucs. I don't give a shit about defensive rating. <laughs> I meant in terms of ranking, but yes, I understand the ter- physicality of the Knicks. Is- I don't think the Celtics have broke 100. No, they did break 100 against the Knicks in that first, uh, the second win, but... I mean, they haven't scored a lot of points against the Knicks this year. Yes, Milwaukee. I mean, they've they've all, they should have beat them all three times with Giannis playing. So, God damn it, Tice. I had yeah. to ship him out after that one. <laughs> but no, uh, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, you can follow me at Jackson NBA. You can follow us at Better Town USA from the Raptors, all podcast platforms. Uh, Going to be on YouTube as well. But yeah, Sam, go ahead and wrap us up. Yeah, if you're watching on YouTube, make sure you like, uh, subscribe. If you enjoy it, share it to your friends. Whatever. Jack, we, we really should consider uh, inquiring about the ad space on the injury report because we sure would get our say that. <laughs> uh, You would the see FTR the Bannertown injury, injury report. People would uh, They would probably hate seeing Bannertown after a while because I don't even know what NEBH is, but it's through them. I think don't, it, it's... I don't care. Really I don't care what it is. You don't want me to tell you? Don't you don't care. Tell you? No. All right. I, I don't want... You. They don't deserve the advertising. <laughs> I mean, it's it's painful to see that ad every every day. You see it. You never have a day without it. But, okay, so let's see. I told you, uh, YouTube. Uh, follow Jack on Twitter, at JacksonMoneNBA. Follow Bannertown at Bannertown USA. Thank you so much for listening or watching. You can follow me at Sam LaFranceMBA. That is our show for today. Bye.